This is the pain train Preston Quinn, one half of the Extreme Horseman. And when I want to hear music and entertainment, I come right here. You're listening to On the Fly with Stevie and Warden. You are listening to On the Fly. What's up, guys? On the fly, back here. Warden, it's not Halloween yet. Take your mask off. Dude, it's oh. a year-round. It's a year-round treasure, right. dude. Never Look mind. at my beauty, man. Come on. <laughs> Never mind. So, guys, we are back again this week. We decided to go live this week. It's right before Halloween. Uh, I am just not in a Halloween mood this year. I mean, I'm Debbie Downer. Saturday Night Live. You like the Grinch that stole the Reese's peanut butter cup, Stevie. You like the Grinch. <laughs> Reese's pieces like ET. So uh, those are good too, man. I like anything with any. I love anything with peanut butter, dude. Peanut. Butter I'm not a me. look. I'm not a peanut butter fan, but for some reason, I like. I guess the chocolate and peanut butter That's together. Is, remember those commercials? Oh, your chocolate got my peanut butter. No, your yeah, peanut butter your got, peanut my butter got my chocolate. Yeah, and I was always, you know, with peanut butter, I was scared to try it. Because I was like, you know, but once I tried, I was like, huh, this isn't bad. This isn't bad. Anyway, before we get sidetracked off that, uh, what's your favorite brand, Stevie? Why, thank you, Jay. <laughs> We're extra back country is the extra country is the best. That's my nah, opinion. I can't do that. Right, you don't have any teeth. That's why, man. Come on, huh? that's, your, that's your false teeth you got in, man. You nah, use your false nah, teeth. No. Nah. Um. First of all, tonight. This is going to be kind of a Halloween-themed episode. You know, Warden's going to kind of take the lead because I'm not the big on the, the horror or the – I'm, I'm going to throw my little uh, stuff I'll, I'll remember about Halloween or I love about I Halloween. get scared. I'm Stevie, and I get scared. I Turn the light scared. back on. I don't get scared. I could tell you a story about my brother about being scared now. I could tell you a story about that. And, we, and we, yeah, we'll, we will talk about that, I think before tonight's over with i'm gonna embarrass him because i know he's not <laughs> watching hey what are brothers for man just not embarrassing exactly. come on man exactly but tonight we're going to talk a little bit about halloween stuff and uh i'll like i said there's some halloween traditions or or stuff i remember about halloween's when i was a kid uh and we'll talk a little bit about that but we've got some uh a lot some of news, news some rock news. news that we talked we actually talked about last week and uh it came to fruition this week. The rumors were going around. And he was in my top 10 list, but it was, I don't think he was in your Joe's. No, he wasn't. He yeah. wasn't. But uh, probably the MVP of Motley Crue. Oh, definitely. Mick Mars. Nikki Six together. Yeah, uh, they, they, I, the other two, they're kind of off. Yeah, uh, they, they're replaceable. Yeah, they have been replaced. Both of them have been replaced before. Nikki Six and Mick Mars haven't been replaced before. They missed Tommy a lot more than Vince, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're talking about here, Mick Morris has decided to retire from touring with Motley Crue, like we had talked about before. And they're going to replace him with what, John Five, like we talked about. It's, John Five is good, though. But John, nothing against it's, it's John a, Five, but let me tell you this. It's a different style, it, though. It's time. This is the perfect opportunity to say, okay, we have one last big bang on the on the stadium tour. Let's hang it up because 
guess what? That guy over there <laughs> sounds terrible. It's Which not going to. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. The abominable Vince. Uh, and, and you you kind of think about how bad a shape Mick is, and I mean, he can still shred, dude. Mick, look, and there is no. But ben, honestly, Vince has never been a great singer, even only in the studio. Like you listen to the old stuff, but man, it's I didn't think it'd get worse, man. It's worse. It's bad. Yeah, it's, it's very bad. It's bad. I mean, you can. And you look, I just I just don't. This is something that never came up, talked about all the whole time on tour was mixed, mixed guitar work is suffering. It was not suffering. And that's not why he's retiring. It's his, his health issues. Yeah, he can't do he, it. He can't do it anymore. The, the rigors of, of doing it. I'm surprised he actually. He's almost, he's the oldest. He's almost Yeah, he's the right? oldest. He's yeah. a lot older than the other guys from what, if I remember right. Uh, I mean, but, he's got eight years on, I think Nikki's the next one. And he's got about eight years on. Nikki's in his 60s. So he's probably about pushing 70. Yeah, because he was always like the elder statesman, statesman of, of the group. He had been in. He had been in groups before, long time ago. When they, yeah, long time ago, seventy-one. Really? Yes. Isn't that amazing? How we were talking about genetics before, about like you know, some people have it and some don't. I mean, you look at somebody like Rod Stewart. Oh yeah, uh, he's seventy-three and he looks great. Yeah. I mean, and you know that guy but, wasn't a teetotaler. He drank. But Mick Mars has what that condition. About the, I think the joints starting to lose yeah, the cartridge or something like that. Yeah, like no, it no pretty cure. much turns. Uh, let's see if I can pronounce this: ankylosing spondylitis, a chronic, yeah, a chronic inflammatory form of arthritis that mainly affects the spine and the pelvis. Mm-hmm. And he was diagnosed when he was seventeen, and has increasingly impaired his movement and causing pain. Talk about two things as a guitar player you need, your spine and your yeah. pelvis. <laughs> it, said, it, said, it said, over the years, the illness has caused the lower spine to seize up and freeze completely solid, wow. causing scoliosis and back and squashing further down and forward until he was a full three inches shorter than he was in high school. That's crazy. I, I mean, what the heck is this? We're live, Stevie. Don't let the audience down. But, I mean... Hang it up. I know you got this big overseas tour going. So is he doing the overseas tour or is this after? uh, He's done after that. He's done now. And you notice it said touring. He is retired from touring. So there's going to be more tours after this. No, he said retired from touring. No, Motley is going to be doing more touring after this. But that leads me to believe, is Motley going to record some new music? Nobody's because gonna buy it. It didn't it didn't say it didn't say he retired from the band like the band. He just said he retired from touring. Let me make sure I'm reading this right. That's kind of what Kiss said, right? That they're not gonna end of the road. They're not tour. gonna tour. But yeah, the tour's, the the tour's never gonna end. <laughs> he is he is continuing as a member of the band, but no longer touring with the band. So what does that tell you? Money, money, money. That tells me that Motley's going to do new music. I would say, I mean, wouldn't you gather that from if he, if he's not, okay, if they're just, we're going to be a touring band and he is retired from touring, 
just from touring. Wouldn't, wouldn't he just say, well, he's retired from I thought that group. too. I read that How's too. He gonna, he's just going to remain a member. But it didn't say he's retiring from music. Maybe he's, there were rumors that he was doing a solo album, of, I think with John Five or John Five, John Karabi. But that never came to fruition. So maybe he's doing something with Karabi and they're not going to, you know, they won't tour or nothing. Or he could be leaving Motley and he's going to do something else with Karabi. Who knows? Or something on his own and just make albums think, and not tour. I don't, let me see. I'm read a little bit further down here. It just says the statement further clarified that Mick will continue as a member of the band, but can no longer okay. handle the rigors of the road. So then that that's okay. Gotcha. So it sounds like they're going to tour it. They're going to do another album. Uh, it sounds like they're going to do another album. Yeah. They're going to do the tour with Def Leppard. I guarantee they come out, they come back with, new music after that tour and the studio will do does, does the world really need more motley crew music well, you know i'm not gonna you know i'm tired of of the argument that some of these people have that nobody wants to hear the the bands from back then do new music no, nobody does stevie nobody does well, is that why striper's number one on the on the album charts right now the Billboard album charts or the rock charts? The rock charts. Not the Billboard top 100. That don't mean no, anything anymore. The rocks, yeah, but still. Yeah, but that's their fans, though. That's like Kiss getting a top 10 album. It's their fans that buy that. Obviously, people it's the, want to it's hear the, it. You still have fans out there that want to hear it. Give me a break. I mean, Paul well, I never wanted to hear Striper in the first place, so you're like good Sink for them. Stanley. Are you like Sinking Stanley over there? No, you're like the one that's so... Like, you're the one on the Halloween spirit. I mean... I never no, liked Striper, so that's Halloween not a good example. Spirit, I'm just not a big Hell, Journey, Journey with a they're, a, they're a cover band, according to a lot of people. They're selling out stadiums, so what do I know? I don't know. Exactly, but they're not doing new music. They did, well, they did new music, and it? There's the last one they did, Journey did, I was disappointed in. But, uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I like all of them. You didn't even listen to it. <laughs> Man, I've been disappointed in all of them, Stevie. I'm with you. <laughs> Shut up. So God, can you imagine if Journey and Striper toured together? You talk about I'd a buy you a, front row. You talk seat. about a can miss show. Hey, I went, oh, I, look, let me tell you, I, I never, I never liked Striper because they were so. I know, like I said, I, I grew up real religious, so it's like I don't want to hear more preaching. You know, I want to hear let's put the X in sex, or you know, it's not love. You know, you, you know, I would put Doc and above Striper. Okay, how's that? You know, okay, okay. And I'm not a big docking fan, as you know. So. I know you're not a docking. You're not. Look, you're just like have no taste in music, evidently, except Kiss. Well, how I met you, man. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of our artists match, so I, that says about you too, bro. So. Uh, that, if you don't like docking, you don't like. I, it's not that I don't like docking. I just they're not one of my favorites. I, I their production. That isn't what out. you just said. Their production. No, I said Lynch Mob is better. Lynch Mob is better, in my opinion. But their production is weak. Like on some of those songs, it's just paper thin. Kind of like the "Open Up and Say All" album before they remixed it. That that was that was just paper thin production. And I think that's a lot of it. Like it's not love. It's not like that. Or in my dreams, that's big fat production. Those are great songs, but some of them are just it's, like so paper thin. And I, I never got, liked Striper, so it just wasn't my deal. I mean, they're obviously good. They're they're still around. But that's yeah, oh yeah, they put on a good show. We went. I went to see them at the. Uh, at a local theater here, they were. Do they, really do they throw, throw out Bibles and stuff? They didn't throw out Bibles that night. They didn't throw out. Bibles. That, the Bible's pretty thick. It might hurt somebody. <laughs> it's like I'm suing. Like when Rod Stewart got sued for kicking the soccer ball. Way Michael, go, what, was it Michael Sweet? He threw a Bible at me, man. I'm suing. 
That's probably what they're thinking this day and time. That if they well, if I got it. dragged to a striper concert and I get hit by a Bible, I would sue. <laughs> Not just for the Bible, but just for having to be there. <laughs> get dragged. I like how he said he got. He would get yeah, dragged. I'd be, I'd be dragged because there'd probably be some chick involved. Oh, they're great. Whatever. Lord have mercy. Just when I think you can't get any lower. That's, right. why you, that's why you love me, Stevie. That's why you love me. We're brothers in arms like Dire Straits. Ugh. You don't like Dire Straits? Oh, dude. No. No. Wow. Yeah, you're you just, you know. Not a big Dire Straits fan. I if I Dire hear, Straits is awesome, dude. If I hear money for nothing after having to hear it all of that through the freaking 80s, it was a good song. It's yeah, like fatigue, fatigue, fatigue. That's how I feel about Journey. That's the same way I feel about Journey. Okay, then. Okay then. Well, I'm right then. You know, you you agree I'm right. You're right about what? About fatigue with money for nothing. Yeah, you're and every journey song I'm fatigued with. Every journey song is not pretty fatigued. much. They, no, I can they see play it on the any way you want it. That's the I mean, they no, suck. That's Sorry. not journey fatigued. sucks. You can't you could if if I wasn't a journey fan, I could see where Don't Stop Believing would get fatigued because that gets played a lot. I told you they have it's like three song. good songs. Two of them are Steve Perry's and one's I'll be all right without you. That's it. That was Steve Perry. No, that was on. That was a journey. No, I'm talking about his solo stuff. Oh, like you talking. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm just busting your balls about it. I, I don't. They're not one of my favorites. No shit. <laughs> and I, I just, you know, people and people like I, I have talked to my friends and they're like, yes, I have friends, and they're like, how is a cover band uh, selling out arenas? People are still hungry for live music. That's why the Kisses, the Motley's. I'm top here to tell you, isn't that pretty much what Kisses that, is? You know, that's Kiss and. That's Kisses and what Motley's does, man. That's you think think Motley's looking at Kiss example. Well, they retired. We can come back too. Well, Although you, Kiss didn't sign a contract like you know they did. Are you? You see the uh, the first week of the Kiss cruise is uh, just about over now, but uh, now you got got week two. Did you see Paul Stanley's little comments on the sail away? And they did the little sail away show. He had up there. Oh yeah, we're we're not playing this. This is taped and all this. He's still still capping on the. Uh, if they really want to talk about it, Paul, yeah, you are doing background vocals with it. It's not really us singing. Maybe it. not on the cruise, but they they, they can't. Well, they could do it, but he he wasn't doing it that show. I saw something about the cruise that that like next year Kiss isn't going to play. They're going to play the send off show, but it's going to be Gene's band, which is probably a must see. Soul Station. I mean, it's like Kiss isn't even going to play. Why go on a Kiss cruise if Kiss isn't going to play? That doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, they uh, they pretty much. Do they not like each other to even? I mean, it's like Rod Stewart announced he's going to retire from touring, but he's still going to play Vegas. He's still going to play his Rockets yeah. in Vegas. Why can't Kiss just play like Vegas or play the tour? The Kiss. I mean, I got to think that that's like a not a good selling point for that. I mean. I love Paul Stanley. I'm a Paul Stanley guy, but I am not into Soul Station. That is not my thing. And I don't no, think a lot not, of Kiss fans are either. Not mine either. But that's that's what Paul wants to do right now. I mean, yeah, but would you go on a Kiss cruise if, I mean, if Kiss isn't headlining? I mean, it, you might as well call it like a Monsters of Rock Part 3 or something. It's not a Kiss cruise if they're not it, on there playing. You know, they're going to, they're, they're just trying to throw their spin on it. There, there will be Kiss people there, but they're not going to be playing together. Yeah, I see that Gene's playing, and honestly, I'd like to see Gene solo stuff. But and I'm sure they'll have Bruce Bruce's band up there again. They always well, want to put. But Bruce why up. don't they just? Why don't they just 
not put the makeup on and play like with Bruce, you know. That's what I'm trying to try to drag Vinny Here's out. The thing. What if they that do they really if they if they would like to say not have Tommy play, but bring Bruce in there, I guess they could they could uh say technically that isn't we are we are not kissed right now. You know what I mean? Honestly, if that happened, I would consider going. The Revenge Era, yeah. Yes, because that's my favorite era. Uh, Asylum up to the Revenge Era. Yeah, so they that would be that would be yeah. something, but I don't think. But they're not going to do that because no. Paul can't sing those songs anymore. He's got backing tapes. He can play the backing tapes though. I'm sorry, I've seen them three times on this tour, and they're using backing tapes. They're not getting their money's worth. No, they will. But, they, the thing is though, they can't make it look too obvious. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, they did when Eric Singer missed that drum thing. That was right no, there. No, I'm talking about if they had really, really good backing tapes and you'd be like, yeah. oh, God, Paul's voice has got so much better. And then you hear him in like the sound 1990 check. 1990 all over again. Then you hear him in the sound check and it's like, what? Uh, is he really, what does he do before? But, you know, you, you talk about all those people not wanting, you know, old artists not wanting new music. I mean, people don't care. I don't. It's Kiss. It's my band. I don't care. Well, I mean, I'd, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if they didn't do any new music after seeing hearing Monster and Sonic Boom. But you know, I'm not just talking about Kiss. I'm talking about like, you know, the the artists back from the day. If they're going to tour, put out some new music. Just, I mean, you don't. And look, they can do it like some of these bands do. Put one song out at a time. Put just release a single, and then go from there. I don't know if it's worth it to the record companies. Mm -hmm. And to the band because well, they don't make any money. It's all about what money for them. Kiss with now anyway. Do we even know? Aren't they, aren't they, they still with Universal? Because they haven't put out an album. What? When was Monster out? God, ten years ago. Yeah, 2013. Don't you think if they were signed with a record company, the record company were like, okay, we need an album. So they they might nah, not. They might not be. If they could put it out, here's the thing: if they could put out like, just do like a single, put it out a little bit at a time, and then add some more onto it they could do put their own album out you know some some bands do just it make it now. available on streaming just make it a streaming exactly thing. i yeah. mean but they don't and i know kiss they're not going to put their effort in anything that they don't make no. any money off of I, I, case I, in point they played austin about 45 minutes away from me this past weekend for probably about 100 people in a club for private morris which is like yeah. a tobacco company yeah and you know, we always hear we don't encourage smoking. You know, smoking is bad. Don't smoke. Yeah, it's a money. And, right. and I and I remember, and, and people are giving them shit for that. It's like, well, they can play what they want to. I mean, yeah, it's Philip Morris and whatever. It's their choice. But I remember Gene talking about like he didn't like smoking. But what did Kiss sell? Zippo lighters. I had one when I smoked. So oh, yeah. there you go. I mean, Kiss, there you go. Kiss sold anything they could. They, they That's why mean, I don't think that they're. I mean, I know you said besides Kiss, but I don't think they'll do anything new because they don't make any money off it. And they're like Gene kind of wants to, but Paul's kind of against it. So maybe Gene will do something. Gene will. I mean, Gene will. If Paul Gino, gets into okay, yeah, Gene will put it, put Kiss's logo. No, I talk about solo stuff. Like, he just got that vault full of crap. He's probably got more stored away. Oh, he probably gosh. just do some songs Look, like that. Let me tell you, if I have to hear. My uncle is a raft part two. I will just pass from that. That that's why the vault thing, you know, Gene's got some good kiss songs, but pre-kiss. Yeah. Oh no. I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool what he did that yeah, he charged you what a thousand dollars for the box set and he, he did a performance. I thought house. that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'd come to your house or close by. I thought that was pretty cool. If I had a thousand dollars, I'd probably get it, but I'd have a thousand dollars. And look, he brought he brought an ace with him to some 
Somewhere. Ace and Peter. Peter played like a show with him too, yeah. like one time. So that's why. Vinny, that's why Vinny played with him. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Vinny played with him. So Paul didn't know. <laughs> yeah, Paul never came. I think Bruce did too. So everybody but Paul, Eric, and I. I don't know. I don't think either. Eric Singer ever went. But I mean, he's too busy with Soul Station. <laughs> got a watch collection. You're mine, bitch. You're gonna be in my band. <clears throat> well, you, you remember? I guess Paul got first dibs on him since he did that solo tour with him what in 88 87 that's that's so funny i remember when <laughs> he joined the band and i remember my friends were like he's blonde yeah exactly like, <laughs> i'm like I knew it. <laughs> that doesn't matter because i remember that one of the big rumors was that guy from white lion who would have been perfect looking for kiss the drummer for white lion was gonna oh go yeah, yeah 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 and i yeah. go what do you say that well he's got the look i'll go can the guy play i mean obviously he can but you know. well i guess the look was more important but uh, singer fit in pretty good, I think. Yeah, singer singer's great. Guy. I think Eric Singer's great. He's no, he's not, he's not going to match up Eric Carr. My he's kids his best drummer ever. Yes, he is. He's Kiss's best drummer ever. I'm going to forget I heard that because that well, is. he is. That's a false statement. Nothing against Eric Carr, but Eric Carr didn't. I mean, I think Eric, Gosh. I think it's like. I, I say that because of longevity. Longevity. That's a big word. Longevity. Right? Yes. I mean, what is longevity? I mean, okay. that's what puts the stones over the Beatles, in my opinion. Longevity. Longevity is a big I'm factor. A, that's my I'm, opinion, Stevie. That's your opinion. Not everybody's You're wrong, according to, to you. Like okay? You got one just like your butthole. You got one, but uh, not according to like Aaron Rodgers. You see that one I sent you today? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Get real. Aaron Rodgers is uh, blaming that, that meme was true, though, wasn't it? Yeah. If you know the meme we're talking about, you see yes. it on Facebook. Yes. But yeah, I'm not going with the whole longevity thing. Eric that's, Carr. But that's that's me though. His in the time he was there, and granted, it wasn't. Look at what he put out while he was there. What did Singer put out while he was there? Revenge. I Revenge. Rest my case. Carnival Souls. Uh, creatures. No, I put Revenge is their best. Revenge is their best album. to make up. Uh, crazy nights. Animal Eyes, Crazy Nights, Hot. Dish, uh, I know. I mean, but I think I think Revenge is got, better. I think I think Revenge is the best. Revenge is their best. Hey, out of maybe leave out the Elder. I mean, oh, come God. on. He should be disqualified just for that. Well, you want to talk about Carnival Souls? Everybody says that Carnival Souls is better than the Elder. I agree. I will agree with hey, that. Hey, we agree on that, Lee. But yeah. let's get off the kiss thing, dude. He's we, more, really, he did more of an impact. Save that for next week because we got something coming up great next yes, week. Yes, we got something coming up next week. So moving on. Let me ask you about next week. Yes. Is that your choice, what you got, or did you want my choice? Either one's fine with me. Okay. Either one's fine with me. I mean, I think I may yours, win. I think I, I, think I may win. win this one. Yeah, I think yours will win. But yeah, uh, like you won with the heart thing. So yeah. So yeah, if you haven't guessed what we're talking about now, next week we'll have album wars, and it's going to be a kiss theme next week. No. Yeah. we're not going to tell you which at which two albums are going up against each other. We'll we'll announce that later, or uh, first and next. Stevie week. just mentioned them a while ago. That's a that's a that's a clue though. Yeah, it's not two non makeup albums so. Well, not 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 the seventies makeup anymore. <laughs> I gave uh, I gave L'Oreal makeup maybe, but not that. I gave Orton first choice this time. So since I took took the uh, obviously better Heart album last time, um, but we'll see. We we've got some some more stuff coming up on the fly, and we've got 
look, we've got some big shows coming up uh, that we're we're working on. We've just got to get them narrowed down to a date. Something for everybody, you know. Uh, you you might if you're a big video game, classic video game person, then keep your ears open. We're gonna have a, a special guest on in the next few weeks, and we'll talk about that uh, as well. Moving on, you 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 wanted to talk about some books. Oh yeah, I'm, it's library hour. It's library hour with Warden. Come sit on my lap, Stevie. Let me read you a story. Oh, 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 wait, Let me read you a story. No, no. Who wants to be lonely? Just kidding. Um, I'm a big Audible fan. I, I'm old now and I don't like to read. I used to love reading when I could see better. But I like Audible. And I just recently, the membership is like $14, but you get a, a book. It's like $14 a month. Well, I got kind of burned out because I've been, you know, I listen to Rod Stewart. I listen to like, you know, Scotty and a bunch of them. Uh, Dave, Dave Mustaine's book. And they uh, canceled my subscription and they were like, oh, well, we want you back. We'll give you the same six months for $5.95 a month. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I signed up there and I really like books that are read by the author. Like Paul's was read by him. Um, I tried the Steven Tyler one one time, but it was so outrageous. <laughs> I mean, if it, Tyler would have read it, it would have been believable. But this guy just. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Can Joe you, Perry's. Can you imagine book that? Was, Joe's Perry book was great. Keith Richards, I'm still trying to figure out. It's like hey, Johnny Depp. Johnny Johnny Depp narrated. And he ain't much better than Keith Richards. But I just and you know I may lose some rock points by this, but the guy that I read the book on, he's got he he married a couple babes in my you know I, Stevie will probably agree with me on that. Richard Marks, he's got a book came out back around it. The end of it, he was talking about COVID just broke out, so it was around 2020-21. But he talked about it. He read it and he talked about a, um, how he came and his dad was a jingle writer. Like he would write jingles for commercials and he was like a jazz musician. So his dad was in there. And so he wanted to, he didn't go to college and then like that. He knew he wanted to be a songwriter and a musician. Well, a mutual friend of his introduced him to Lionel Richie. And then that came up. He wrote some stuff with Lionel Richie and then Keb, uh, Kenny Rogers. And it kind of talks, he did all this stuff kind of before he became, you know, with his band, but my first my first two CDs I ever bought were Repeat Offender and 1984 by Van Halen, so it's always been up there. But he's talked about he's worked with Robert Streisand, he worked with Lemmy Newton John, he's worked with Whitney Houston, In Sync. There's a funny story that he was working with In Sync, and all these teenage girls are just like waiting for him and stuff. And he was already older and stuff. He had, had it's like in the 90s, and so he's walking out, and of course the girls just hey, have you seen Justin? You know, and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so he's walking through the car and this, he said this like stunning 20, 22 year old uh, girl came up to him. Excuse me, sir. Are you Richard Marks? And he's thinking, hey, I still got, you know, kind of like, hey, you know, ego and stuff. Can and she's, he goes, yeah, I am. And she goes, my mom loves you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wow, wow, wow. But he talks about, he met uh, Cynthia Rhodes, which was the girl. I don't know if you ever seen, you've seen Staying Alive. Yeah. She was a real pretty blonde that Travolta yeah. kept dissing. Won't she own Dirty Dancing? Yeah. She, and she was also in uh, Runaway with Gene. I forgot yeah. about that. She was um, she was supposed to do a, that solo that I guess she eventually did with Frank Stallone. That's a great soundtrack, by the way. One of my eight, I love that soundtrack. It's cheesy as hell, but I love that movie and soundtrack. Dun, 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 dun. That He did that song. Uh, it was something about him, her, and Frank Stallone, but it was supposed to be Travolta. He wrote, the, he wrote that song, and that's how he met her. And she was like seven years older. Uh, than him 
they had like three kids and he eventually married Daisy Fuentes. But in the book, he yeah. doesn't trash talk her. He doesn't say anything bad. He goes, what happens between us? It was, it was, it wasn't as juicy as some of the tell-alls like Peter Chris, you know, but it was a real classy. And he wrote, he's wrote songs with Keith Urban. I mean, he's toured with, uh, there's a band that they were like a one hit wonder Emerson drive. You remember them? Yeah. I do remember they had that big hit. Yeah. He wrote that song and they got dropped by DreamWorks and he couldn't figure out why. Cause that was the height of that kind of pop country music. But he he worked with Shadaisy. I mean, some of those early ninety bands. Oh yeah, I love for Shadaisy now. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, I I he's known for his, you know, I knew he was a songwriter, but I didn't know how deep it went. But if you want to kind of find out if you're a fan of them guy or not, he had a funny joke where he had to get both hips replaced, and he says, "Well, that's the first time hip and my name have been in the same sentence." <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, I just finished that today. So what I'm excited about next is Brian Johnson. He's uh, his just came out and he reads it. That's going to be kind of hard to understand. I'm talking about a pirate. But uh, okay, okay. He does. He's already just. There's been excerpts about it about how much Bon Scott was involved with the Black and Black. I read a long time ago that they already had the music written and he came back and wrote the words. I would think that's harder to do, but I'm not a musician, so what do I? Know? Right. But that's the. I'll give a review of that in a. So you I mean, think they, it, you think it's harder to to write the lyrics to a song? Because with like because I, I always yeah. thought with a song you would get the lyrics and you would kind of have a melody after that. You know what I'm saying? But I I'm not a musician, so what do I know? And that's story time with Warden. That's Back to library you, library hours over. So I don't um, have my pajamas on like the Kiss Crews or whatever. Oh my God, no! Please do not. Do people um, wear pajamas still? Not the twenties, right? The only time people wear pajamas now is probably at Christmas time, with it, and it's probably just if they have that tradition. Unless you're on the Kiss Cruise, and they have, uh, don't they have like the bedtime stories up there? With some- but I used to get pajamas as a kid, but I never saw the point of getting because it it's just hot. I just you know sleep in my underwear. That's it. We used to get. That's a oh god, jeez. You know you're dreaming about that, Steve. <laughs> Come on over here, we man. Let me read get- just. Let me read you a bedtime story. Christmas Eve every year we used to get pajamas. You know. When we, when I was a kid, and because he they would let us open one present that you know Christmas Eve night before we went to bed and guess and you always knew yeah it's going to be pajamas so then uh, you graduate when you get older it's a tie yeah pretty much but uh, so yeah that's the only time really pajamas came came into play but was the hat really necessary I mean I get the rest of the clothes but did you really need I didn't a hat? get it we didn't ever get anything like hats but you I see mean, them with hats right yeah like, oh yeah they really yeah. need a hat. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, that's going to come off. But that's kind of like anyway. the like the Mad Men era from the sixties, fifties, and 60s. Everybody wore, that's all wore hats, of, You know, a lot of that probably had to do with people that you know, because not back then you didn't have all you, your like central heat and all this stuff. And that's true. I remember at, at my grandparents' house, they had two rooms that they kept heat in. This was a two-story house. It was two rooms they kept heat in. It was the kitchen and the living room. And once you in the in the wintertime, man, if you stayed up there, like we would have, we'd have Christmas Eve there. And once you stepped out into the hallway to go downstairs, go to leave, dude, it was like going from eighty to like thirty. It's just just like that. And when you went to bed, if you spent the night up there, when you went to bed, they had those, and they don't make quilts like they used to back there. I don't know what they got in them now, but 
they they'd have like two quilts over you. Yeah. Man, you as as cold as it was, I broke out many a sweat. And then when I tried to take the blanket off, the sweat would would start freezing to me. So I mean, I lived in Missouri as a kid, so I remember those days. We had like we had an old house and didn't have central or mm-hmm. and it um it, it was like wood burning stove and it's like you'd wake up in the morning it's cold as yes. But uh, I remember in the summer at our house, we had a we had a, a window unit, one window unit in oh, the house. Yeah, I remember those. And my dad would would cut it on when he got home, and cut it off right before we went to bed. And he was like, "Okay, if you want to get your pillow cold, you better go do it now before you go to bed." And I'm like, "Okay." So wow. Cool it in the other side of the pillow. You do that? St- do you continue that trend, Stevie? No. no. <laughs> I didn't think. Tell Mallory, hey, I you better get, get your pillow cool. They're, they're too, it's, you know, but you know. That's I, a different got, generation. Different. Generation. I got, yeah, it's a different generation. I got to thinking about it the other night. And I, and I was they like. They grew up in know, the Depression, man, that when it was really, or not if your dad's that old. How did we it, do it back then? You know, how did we do it back then? We survived with fans, just fans. And every, for four hours, yeah. air conditioner. <laughs> I remember, I remember back cars back in the seventies. They didn't have air conditioner. They didn't have. They had AM radio and air and no air conditioner. You talk about yeah, you suffering. had to put an FM converter in in cars. Yeah. yeah. And then I and I remember one time when I was a little kid. I remember I was thinking how much life sucked. It was hot yeah. as hell, and I went to McDonald's and they gave my hamburger. It had a pickle and a little bit of ketchup between a bun. It was like, God, this just sucks. And it was I the mean, greatest thing in the world. I go back to. Nah, it wasn't like you know. It was McDonald's. McDonald's. Man. That ain't no McDonald's. No. <laughs> all right man all right moving on so let's get let's get right down to the nitty-gritty we're we're five days away from halloween uh it's on a monday right now yeah it's on a monday monday night will be halloween so if you don't want to get trick-or-treaters turn off your lights turn your lights off and i've had some when we lived in our old house i got so mad one night I mean, Damn, Stevie, you just oh, a big fan of Halloween. I can see why. Now. No, no, I didn't have get off no. my lawn. Look, I had the lights on. We were taking trick or treaters, but when a kid comes up to the door and starts peeking his head inside, try like half of his body was inside my house. I'm like, dude, you need to back up now. He's scouting it out for his parents to come rip you off. You know that, exactly. right? Exactly. I was like, you need to back off now, bud. And he won't, and then the kids that are like 18 or 19 or go trick or treat don't even. Those aren't kids. Those aren't kids. No, then they come up to your door trick or treat. And I'm like, really? Uh, I think dude? I, I think what I do you dress up like? I think I quit trick or treating at like nine, eight or nine. I just, oh, I went, I went till I was like 11 or 12, something like that. But then puberty, after that, puberty hit, it's like, nah, no more. Yeah. After that, we were like, mm, no, we're not doing this anymore. But uh, yeah, you know, back then, man, that was like one of the highlights of the year was what what Halloween costume you're going to get this year. And let me tell you, we had the Kiss Halloween costumes. We had them all. I wore Ace more than any of them. I wore Ace to school. No. We had a Halloween day at school, and I was like, I told my mom, I'm wearing Ace every year, Halloween day, wearing Ace. Hey, what do you think was the least selling costume? Probably Peter. <laughs> Probably so. I remember what one you, time you think so? somebody saying about Peter Chris, like not even Peter Chris wanted to be Peter Chris. That family guy. <laughs> yeah, was it that? Yeah, it was family. Well, guy. And they weren't even the band. Were they in the? They weren't in the band anymore, were they? No, that's uh, messed up. 
Yeah. But uh, poor Peter. Yeah, Peter's a good guy. Eh, Bucko Peter's, or what do you call him? He Peter's been through a lot, man. He's it, bitter Peter. as hell though in that book. Woo. Yeah, they but say, they say Paul's salty. Woo. You know why Peter and Paul hate each other? Because they're the same type of person. The same people, yeah. Yep. The same people. And they used to be like the closest. Like I used to read like in the I think it was Gene, they were close. Gene and Peter were closer than anyone. No, because uh, yes, Peter Gene... and Peter and Paul used to room together and then something happened where they, yeah. Uh-oh. After the hotter than hell. Why grabbing his ass like that? <laughs> why, you know. We both were thinking the same thing. Yeah. After the hotter than hell photo One shoot. of the most iconic pictures of Kiss history and it's, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's, it's all in what you decide to do, not yes. me. But it's all in what you decide. He is the lover. He didn't say to the women. He said to my lovers in the Kiss Alive notes. So, oh my gosh, mm. I'm a Paul guy. So you know, hey. Anyway, let's talk a little bit of Halloween. What you got up there? Talk a little bit about. I it. just kind of got a list of some of my favorite, like kind of documentaries, and some of my favorite, my favorite genre of movies, and like my Halloween. Um, I'll kind of start out with some documentaries that, you know, that documentaries, AKA kind of, uh, campy movies talk about. I don't know if you ever heard any of these. One of the famous, one of the famous ones from the seventies. It, I, I like to kind of watch these and you find them like Tubi and like, you know, like YouTube or whatever, but there's a, there's a, it, it's not a ghost story or a, really a, it's a horror movie. If it really happened and you live there, it's called the legend of Boggy Creek. It takes place in uh, the bayou down in Louisiana, which if On you ever, yeah, you've ever seen like swamp people and stuff where they live back there in the back like that, hunt alligators. That's what it is. And it's, it's, I think it's more of a parody type thing. I, it, 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 it shows, I mean, it, it's, you know, everything, every folklore has like a, uh, like a bit of the truth. So, I mean, it's like a swamp creature. They call them the skunk ape, I think down in Florida and they're the Bigfoot. And it there's the, the it, 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 you just got to check it out. I mean, it's you talk about hillbilly. I mean, it's I mean, it, it's just it's redneck hillbilly. What I mean, but that's who they. I mean, it's like swamp people. But the funniest part on it, and this is why I don't think it's real, is because this guy's in the bathroom. He's taking a dump, and of course, he got the window open behind him. And he's there taking a dump. Freaking Bigfoot reaches to grab him. The shit out of him. And he's Barely. like, holy shit. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's gotta, I mean, that can't be, I mean, it's supposed to be like a documentary. Like, you know how they were in the, like, it's, this is like in the early set, like 1970. So it was probably Blair Witch before Blair Witch, but yeah, that is one of the funniest. I mean, it's, it's, that makes me laugh every time I see it. But yeah, if you like the Bigfoot Legend thing of, and kind of uh, Legend of Boggy Creek. Creek, it was a big hit in the 70s. And I think there was a couple, I mean, it was like, I'm not a big slasher movie like right. the Grindhouse. I'm not. We talked about that, so I kind of wanted to have a little list of like not that so much, but kind of just kind of what I like to watch and kind of some of my favorite stuff. And keeping up with that, there's another one after that. Uh, it's about Bigfoot, and it's uh, Chris Jericho had this guy on his show, and he talked about it. It's on Hulu. It's called Murder Mountain. It's about evidently they used to make meth or they probably still do up in meth or drugs or whatever. And it's about how this, these people were found slaughtered. These drug dealers were found slaughtered and they tried to put this story out about it was a Bigfoot that like killed them. And he had all these people, you know, it, 
all these people and it, it starts out as a serious doc. I mean, it's a serious documentary and you know, they go through it and they, they talk to a few people and people, I mean, people swear by it. Oh no, that's Sasquatch. That's what I saw, but they dig deeper into it. And the ending's a little bit disappointing. I mean, you've asked me cause you know, but it's, it's a good documentary. If you like, you like Bigfoot and stuff like that, but I, I like the, I like ghost stories in Bigfoot. So of course, uh, speaking of ghost stories, uh, I would recommend a podcast by my ex uh, TV guys, the Clinch Brothers. What you call them, Stevie? Clinch. The Kling Brothers, Brad and Barry. They got a YouTube uh, podcast called The Investigators, and they talk about some of the investigations they've done. Uh, would always, you know, hint Ghost Lab if you want a good series that's different than Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters. Check out Ghost Lab. And I'll mention the Kling uh, Brothers on one other thing on documentary. They did something after Ghost Lab, and it's on a it's on Amazon Prime Video. It's called Strange Curiosity, and they delve into like John Wayne Gacy and like serial killers, the Black Eyed Children. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Stephen. Uh, not that. Supposedly, like they'll knock on your door, ring on the door, and they want in, and they like they have no like no eyes or black eye, and you're supposed to let them in. And they have people on there, of course, you know, priests and stuff say, oh, it's Satan and all this stuff. And there's accounts of people disappearing. I, I don't know. But it's called Strange Curiosity. They're, they did one thing at this place in Yoakum, Texas, which is about, God, a couple hours from here. It's an old, uh, used to be a hospital run by nuns. And a lady was shot there by her ex. He bro- She broke up with him and he killed her on there. But we, uh, they, the, the, I the call them Clinch Brothers too. The Brad and Barry, Brad and Barry were doing uh, investigations. So we all went out there, uh, my buddy Hector, his son, and we were out there. We like had a group of people investigating that place. Like it's an old rundown. I think the city finally condemned it. But that thing had a lot of activity. And I think we mentioned this on our podcast with Brad and Barry that they got a perfect shadow, like a perfect of a silhouette of like a, you know, a nun's garb. Oh yeah, there, and you didn't see, yeah. and you know, you didn't see it. Stand, it was like didn't see any feet or nothing. Of course, it's floating, and of course, we post that. Oh my God, that's fake! And you know, people always want to, you know, be a critic and stuff. But they got some stuff on John Wayne Gacy. We did an event there where I dressed up like John Wayne Gacy. You know, fat white guy, so and I fit. So uh, <laughs> I ran around the theater scaring the shit out of people. It was great. But kind of like some of the demonic stuff. I mean, he was definitely demonic if you believe in serial killers. You like serial killer stuff, I'd recommend Strange Chaosity. It's yeah, and it's like about six episodes, and I think it's like the whole thing's like six or seven, maybe ten bucks for the season. But okay. that was a great series that I kind of wish that would have been picked up because I mean I got kind of burned out on the whole ghost thing, so it was cool to like investigate other well, stuff. And they talk about that on their investigators podcast. Talking about them, uh when I went live last Wednesday, like for an update, I don't know if you saw or not, but uh, one of them, I think it was Barry, came on, came in the comments and asked him where you were at. And I said, well, he didn't know I was going to do this. I kind of did this spur of the moment just to update people. Yeah. And I was I was trying to plug, you know, some of their stuff. And he was like, we're on the verge of signing a deal with a major podcast company. Yeah, so, they are. Yeah. Yeah. I wish them luck because I yeah, was. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, they've been nothing. I mean, I kept in contact with them. Um, uh, Brad just said, uh, I, uh, Brad was my old boss, his brother. And he just uh, went through some like major surgery and I haven't talked to him in a while. I texted him and say, I was doing, he's like, Hey man, I appreciate you checking on me. It's like, well, I have my moments, you know, but wish Brad a fever recovery. They're, 
their their show's great because they have different people on there. They got a some mediums on there. They've worked with Chip Coffee. I don't know if you ever heard of him. They worked with this uh, guy. His name was Houdini, and he was like the grandson Chip of Harry Coffee. Houdini. Yeah, he's a psychic. He was on that Psychic Kids and stuff on A and E. Okay, they're buddies with uh, Jason Hawes from Ghost Hunters. Uh, they're doing some events. I mean, show's been off the air for a while, but man, they still they still pack them in. People still love the paranormal stuff, and you know, and it like I said, I, I some stuff would have probably happened for us with that show if it wasn't been for COVID because we were. I mean, they're always out there, so I can see them signing something. Yeah, because they, they got the fan base for it. I mean, there's a there, and we were in Vicksburg, Pennsylvania one time. <laughs> we're in a Walmart, and these people walked up to them. Hell, people even recognized me. I go, you must have been watching. You saw me. I was Gosh, on a few episodes. Is. Yeah. Well, how could they forget anything that looks like that? Jeez. Yeah. Well, they don't need trick photography. They got this to look at. <laughs> but I wish the guys well and stuff like that. So maybe we'll have them on the podcast some other time, or they'll have yeah. us on. But uh, Strange Curiosity uh, Investigators, yeah, check them out on YouTube. Definitely. So I know that's not going to be your deal, but. Well, I, mean, I, I, I a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Not, I'm not as much. As not as, the, not as like me and Joe are going to start something. Yeah. It's yeah. coming soon. And I know he's been kind of busy, but it, it with Joe, it's like he said, he's the third member of the, the podcast. He definitely is because. I think you told him that I was on the show and he reached out to me. He's like, yeah. he used to work in radio with paranormal stuff. Yeah. Oh, we had yeah. this whole conversation about it. And we want to do like maybe a once a month, every couple of weeks podcast just on that stuff. I mean, it's, it's coming, but I probably got to get with uh, Stevie over here or uh, over here. Yeah. Uh, wrong do, way uh, again. yeah I know. I, I always do that to kind of give me some tips on getting set up. Cause he runs this show here. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just the one that brings in the viewers because of the look. So, you know, Jeez. Hey, speaking of this time of year, Halloween time, if we're going to talk, you know, we talked about Kiss earlier, but you realize it's the 28th, 44 years ago, the premiere of Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. Wow. On NBC. The highest rated show under Shogun. That's how high the show rated was. Shogun was number one that year. They were second. I mean, you had it all. I mean, it, it's so bad, it's good, though. It's so bad, it's good. Um, you know, I always hear Gene and Paul rag on Ace and Peter for, you know, the demise of the band, but those two were sober. They still let it happen. So it's on them a lot, too. So I I, I mean, I, I, w- I would have to say they can, they can do all the blaming they want to, but they knew what was going on. And oh, they, let, you know, they... They were getting paid, so they were cool with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as as long as the money kept rolling in, they were fine. And we've had this conversation before. I didn't really know Kiss. I knew who Kiss was, but from that, I remember that movie being on, and I remember watching it. And I remember that my part. I remember the most is Gene breaking through the Coke stand. Yeah. And yeah. Just thinking, oh my god, that dude is bad. I didn't know a Kiss song to save my life. But like, me and my buddies were talking about it at school the next day. Oh wow, did you see the that that. Mean looking dude, man. He he went to that coke, and you look at it now, and it's like guys like paper. You know, yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. It's but Gene, terrible. I mean, they were superheroes, man, and they were larger than life back then, and there was nothing like them. I mean, that's the, they were the biggest band in the world for a reason. The concept was was good. The Beatles meet a hard day. The hard day's night beats is Star Wars. Star Wars, Paul says, yeah. yeah. But the concept of it was good with the superhero thing, but and the story wasn't bad, but oh man acting was terrible but that was that's what makes it so much better 
that you can sit there and look at it and be like, wow. I think I think the concert scene when they do I Stole Your Love, I think that's awesome. But you can tell, like when they go back to Peter and he's not like, you know, like that. He's just like this. You he's can, you can tell it's not. Yeah, you can tell that's not him. Yeah, well, no, no. The, the, the concert stuff, are you talking about well, the concert stuff? Yeah, that is him. But when you look at him behind the drum set one time, there's, yeah, he's there's just like one, this. And he's just like, you yeah. can tell he is ticked off. But let me ask you this. But why would he be listening. ticked off? He had everything, like you said. He was ticked off at the band, dude. He's always it, ticked off at everything. He Look, go back and listen to what concert was it? It's Houston 1977 on the Love Gun Tour. And I want to say it's after the second song. I think they did Lady the Summit. Summit. You're talking about the Summit, right? Summit, yeah. Listen when they cut the song off, I can't remember which song it is, but listen in between songs. Turn it up. Put your headphones on or whatever. Turn it up real loud. Listen in between songs. And you can hear Peter complaining about everything. The spotlight guy. And he, and look, Ace starts firing. You can hear Ace firing back at him. And he's, and Peter says, shut the F up, Ace. And and Paul was wow. like, all right, if everybody would just and you know Paul says this line a lot, you know, if everybody would just loosen up. But when he says loosen up this time, he kind of looks like oh, so it's on the video. Okay, I know yeah, which it's one on you're the talking video. about. Yeah, that yeah. has a that has the iconic I stole your love opening. Yeah, but every time I see that, I think about Joe Olstein preaching there now. It's just like God, you think about all the all the sinning that went on backstage in the 70s with the summit. Uh, I'm going. You're asking me. I'm sorry. I cut. We started something else. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to rob. I, I was listening to uh, another podcast that I listen to a lot. Podcast Rock City, and they did a which would you rather? And this was an interesting question. Bringing up Phantom of the Park. All right. Would you rather have been at the Magic Mountain concert or? Had to analyze uncensored. You know my answer. Animalize, yeah, because you're more of a you you but, came along that but time. That Man, was I would just, love to have been at Magic Mountain. But they only played a few songs. They didn't play a full set, did they at Magic Mountain? Yeah, they I don't played, know. I don't they know. played a set. I think they played a full set. Oh, it was set, a love gun but, set. Okay. Yeah, no, but I don't you know, it give, was a free concert at Magic Mountain. Can give you imagine me freaking, being in that park me, that day? Give me uncensored animalize. That's probably my favorite. Yeah, I mean, that was my that, but. quote unquote first kiss concert because you know that I watched that like that's when I knew that's that's when they became my band, is when I got that. Yeah, I was but Molly, I would, but when I got that, yeah, that changed my life. Like, like Fan on the Park probably changed a lot of people's life, you know. Yeah, I love for the better, but I can't like I've told this story before. I left across the street at my school, I lived across the street from the school I went to. We had like the fall festival and I was five years old at that time. Fall festival was like the banner thing of the year. I was like, okay, I can see how many freaking dishes I can win from my mom that she's, she'll never use in her life. Is that what you do with like the nickel toss? On yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. But so I, we had me and my cousin, we had to leave. We were like, all right, we're leaving now to get ready for kiss meets the phantom. And I was like, holy crap. Cause what? you didn't have Stevie, you didn't set your VCR? Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Any. This is 78, bud. That's Rich people had them, not us. Couldn't DVR, couldn't VCR. So you, if you missed it, you missed it. But years later, it's interesting story, though. 
back in, let's see, was it 85 or 86? Let me see. May have been 87 because I was, yeah, 87, I think we got our first VCR. And it got it for Christmas. And like the night after Christmas, you remember? 87? Wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. My, well, Matt, no, no, I'll take it back. 86. 86. My stepdad bought one in like 1981. 86. I think it cost like $900. Yeah. I mean, I didn't I mean, buy I it. No, it won 81. It was 86, I think. Because wow. We I think, got, wow. We got like the, the rat home video that with all their videos and then some live stuff. But <clears throat> the night after Christmas, the 26th, it was a Friday night. And I think CBS at 11.30 would play like a movie of the week, late night movie of the week. Phantom of the Park. And went, look, I saw the commercial at the news. I just happened to be up and I saw the commercial come on during the news. Oh, my God. Oh, like, my God. Kiss me. Ah, the Phantom of the Park. Running through the house, like, right? I was like, where's the freaking blank tape? So, yeah, recorded that Joker and I played the heck out of that after that. I said, if anybody <laughs> records over this thing, I'll kill them. That's funny because... Probably around what when, when did Smashes come out? 88. 88. Like the, I remember seeing the advertisement for Smashes and I saw, of course, it's pretty like sex. And I just everybody hated that. I thought it was great. And I thought it was kind of weird that Paul didn't have a guitar, even though he never played it. And um, I remember as like I went to this record, I went to sound, uh, Music Land and it was there. I'm like, oh my God. It, I was up in Dallas with my grandmother and, uh, and it and we were we were up there and it's like oh my god I didn't know it was out of course I saw the ads in like Circus Magazine and Hit Parader and, oh, yeah. you know and I was like oh wow and of course I got it and I loved it because I still like that because they tried to make the classics more like newer Kiss you know what I mean like yeah I still, I still like that version of Love Gun where his voice ah it just fades out it doesn't in the end Dude, I like that because I I listen to it all the time because we didn't have. We, we made oh, yeah. mixtapes where we got greatest hits back then. But I got back to San Antonio and I went to the music land in San Antonio. And I looked on the shelf and I'm like, I saw the Gene and Peter kiss me. the phantom. Yeah. Oh crap. BHS that, grabbed that, that, it. That copy. It was like 10 bucks. Yep. Grabbed it. Bought it, man. I played the hell out of that thing. I mean, I liked newer kiss, but I love, I like to go into the past too. That's like when that crap with us with the uh, exposed was so great. Oh, this yeah. was like that too. And <clears throat> I remember watching that movie and like, hey, that's Jack Abbott, you know, from Young and the Restless, Terry Lester. <laughs> yep, yep. And wasn't I, the girl on Dallas? I don't know. I've looked her up. I haven't been able to find I anything. Think she she did. was on Dallas. Deborah Ryan or whatever. Yeah. But of course, you know, but I when they went and they finally came on and they did the I Stole Your Love, it was just it was great. And oh, let me tell you something, dude. What's the one where are you ready for the kiss? <laughs> the one of the best parts is the first first night first show, the all the uh little special effects they do before when Ace comes out there and does shoots the lasers yeah. out of his and then Paul with Paul, the eye, yeah. Paul shoots out of the eye and all of a sudden he gets Gene. That yeah, that's some of the best stuff right there. Yeah, I you mean seeing that when you're like eight years old. I mean, oh my god, right. oh, seventy eight, we were six, six five years old. Yeah, I loved every minute of that. That I could go back, and then I think to me, 
The uh, and I'm looking up Deborah Ryan, but I'm not. I didn't find her. anything on her. I didn't the see only anything thing it on says her. up here is Kiss Me Some Phantom. American actress who appeared in a number of television shows and movies through the late 70s to the early 80s. She had a strong role in the 78 TV movie Kiss Me Some Phantom of the Park. She's 71 years old. Nobody wanted to work with her after that. It's like, screw that. <laughs> it's gotta be. Hold on. Pull, oh, I'm pulling something up now. Pulling something up now. Yeah, but Terry Lester had a career. So did they. Terry uh, Lester, yeah. Who's that guy that uh, played Deborah? He's in a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of stuff. He was in, uh, there was a TV show. It's kind of bad. after the whole Young Guns craze happened with, with the, the movie. They did Young Riders, a TV oh, show really? on ABC. And he was like the guy that took care of them. And then he was in that Richard Pryor and Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman, Gene Wilder, um, Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Oh, with that beautiful brunette. God, she, What's oh, man. I don't know, but I remember her naked, and I was like, I love this movie. She was okay. a Playboy playmate at the time. Deborah Ryan was in Simon and Simon. Really? Chips, BJ, BJ and the Bear. Oh, wow. The adventure misadventures of Sheriff Lobo. Oh, that was a BJ the Bear uh, spinoff. Spinoff, yeah. Claude Aikens. I was like, I love that one. Police story. Police story. Is that the one with Leslie Nielsen? Oh, that's police story. No, that was another one. This is a serious police story. Is serious. Uh, the Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew mysteries. Ooh, Nancy Drew, babe. And uh, General Hospital. Uh oh. Yeah, I was going to say you should know this. I didn't start watching General Hospital until like three or four years ago. I'm late to the party. Young and the Restless, though, I've watched since I was a kid. I had to watch Young and the Restless. What's but the uh guy I like too. But but um <clears throat> I was gonna say about oh Deverall. Um he was with a movie in the early 80s, still probably my favorite favorite Patrick Swayze movie called North and South. Oh yeah, that was but a miniseries, he, wasn't it? Yeah, he played a Confederate general because it was about the war between the North and the South. And he played a Confederate general because I was like, I remember I probably was more aware of that than when I watched Kiss Me So Fan. I go, hey, he was in North and South. You know, of course, I knew Terry Lester, but oh, I, I, I love that movie. I mean, I. OK, can I ask you a question? And I, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of stupid here. And granted, I haven't watched the VHS copy because it's probably packed away somewhere. What's the big difference between that and the Phantoms that they released on? Phantoms, OK, Phantoms, it's in a different order. Okay. Uh, the first time you watch it, if you you know after watching that so many times, and there's different scenes, there's there's additional scenes in there that you didn't see. But to me, Phantoms or the part Phantoms. To me, the version we saw tells the story better. And another and thing, Kissology, Kissology. No, no, the, the one, original, the, the original one, and the the Phantom ones instead of having the great 70s porn music in it is replaced with uh music from the solo albums yeah because wow. i'm i'm looking at the the soundtrack because okay. i because i because i'm of course i bought the one in the 80s i did probably watch it yeah in the you, 80s. You, if you watch Phantom, comes out in 2005 that's yeah. almost 20 years later have you watched that that version the Phantoms version? Yeah, and I didn't, I couldn't tell, and I hear people talk about it, but I haven't watched in a long time, but I haven't compared the two, though. But I'll I get what you're this. saying about the music. And like I said, like I said before, I listen to Podcast Rock City. So if you guys want to hear a good, good, another good Kiss podcast, head over and listen to Joe and Joey 
Lee, Sonny Pooney, they're they're all do a great job over there. Um, but that Joey are, are Casada, you, are, are you sucking up to get him on the show, Joe? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to suck up to him. But Joey Casada was talking. But if about you're listening, guy. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, if Joey Casada, Joe, Lee, yeah. whoever y'all want to come on, we'll. Sonny will be more than happy to have you. On. I saw. Um, I was looking through my Audible stuff, and I saw that he's got a book on uh, Audible. I think about Joey. It. Yeah, and he reads yeah, it. It's so his I'm book. thinking about getting it. Yeah, yeah. looks pretty interesting. And Jericho does a forward. Have, that? you, have cool. you seen? If you look at the 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 hardcover on Amazon and see how many pages it is, it's it's a they they joke all the time about that. About they use it as a big doorstep. Wait. Yeah. Hey man, but, you got one shot to write a book. You might as well go yeah. for it, bro. But Joey was talking about there's a guy, and I think I'm not sure if they're going to have him on Saturday. Saturday night, Podcast Rock City will be doing it live. They do it live, and they're going to do like a watch along of the two. Kiss Meets the Phantom. But this guy has cleaned up the footage and has ad- somehow added no- new footage and has got uh, a mix of. The original version and the Phantoms version, so where it tells the whole story. They've got all the scenes in there. It should be interesting because that, he said I haven't had a chance to look at the trailer. Is this, a, is this another Sam Loomis sighting, Steve? No, no. This is actually no. That's not even mentioned. Well, that disappeared Loomis. quick, did it? Jeez. Yes, it did. Thank God. I don't want to hear any more about Sam Loomis or any of that crap. Um, Damn, yeah, Stevie, tell us how you really feel. God, and it, I mean, you know, it, it was nice at first, but the whole drama got old quick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody was saying, well, the drama, at first everybody was saying, well, you know, the drama was, was the funnest part, but then it got it got old real quick. People love drama, man. Oh, yeah. It's in every aspect of our life, from the entertainment, politics, everything these days is drama. Okay, so there. Let's see. Yeah, they're gonna do the. I'm looking to see if they got the trailer. They said they're gonna post. They're gonna post the uh, trailer for that. Let's check it out. Commercial. Well, I don't see it up here yet. Keep watching, boys and girls. Yeah, keep keep checking it out, because uh, I think it's gonna be. One thing says Saturday. I think this is, I think, I think it's, yeah, they're usually on Sunday nights, but, and I know we're plugging them a lot, yeah. but they they do a good job. Saturday, All right. Saturday night live, live at 7 p.m. So if you don't have anything to do Saturday night, check them out. Live. It's Saturday night. It's Saturday night live. All right. I want to talk about my favorite genre of horror movies next to probably the ghost. And that's zombie movies. Ugh. And you don't like zombie movies, Stevie? They're all right. Some of them are. You need to watch more of them, man. Um, exactly what I want to watch. My number five, Night of the Living Dead. The original, the classic, still scary as hell. I remember uh, my brother, when that, I used to work at Blockbuster back in the 90s, and they they bought, I guess bought the rights for it, and they had, like, they had released it for like five bucks VHS. And it was in black and white. And my brother was a little kid at the time. And I like to mess with him. I go, you know, that's a true story, right? He's like, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, that's why it's in black and white. It's actual film. I didn't even believe that's in it. That's why it's in black. Of course, he grew up to be smarter than me. And then I, I still jazzed him about that stuff. But my dad would do the same thing to me. Uh, number four, Dead Snow. 
This is like a German movie. It's based in like Germany. <laughs> it's a is. You sound like butthead right there. Yeah. It's based in like Germany. Well, it's it, it's because it's like they, they these this like all these like teenagers, like well, I guess they're more adults. Like they're they're like, you know, capping out and you know, doing it. Well, this one guy gets lucky with this really hot chick, right? I mean, this guy's a nerd and they do their stuff in the outhouse and stuff. And <laughs> so the zombies start attacking. That dumb bastard leaves the chick behind. Screw nice, you. Nice. And he doesn't do it on purpose, but oh, I'll catch up with you when oh, the zombies yeah, right. start coming. But the zombies are Nazis, and I think the lead one's Hitler. Oh my God. I mean, it, it's like, I like, you know, I'm not, oh I like cheesy God. stuff and everything, but it was pretty cool. And, you know, who doesn't, who hates, who doesn't hate Nazis? You know, come on. Uh, World War, uh, number three, World War Z, Brad Pitt. I remember that one. What's even yeah. scarier is fast zombies, you know, when they run after you and stuff and they can catch you. Like that one scene where they're going up the wall and stuff like that. It's like a bunch of ants, man. I mean, Brad Pitt did. They were paired questions about that, but I was looking at the year they came. I came out like 10 years ago, 2013. I'm like, God, yeah. time flies. Uh, another one, a good one, if you don't mind subtitles, is. Uh, train to busan it's a south korean movie about zombies on a train now you think you're screwed out in the open imagine being on a train with their it's really well done and i've kind of found out that like zombie movies that the south koreans make are a lot better than the ones they make here and my rich my favorite zombie movie of all times the original dawn of the dead that's the one where they remade the remade it in 2004 ding rhymes and they're trapped in a mall You've probably seen this one and they're up on a roof and they're like shooting them like to kind of kill them. But what happens in the original Dawn of the Dead is that they're in the mall they haven't made. Of course, they got all the Owen Julius and Chick-fil-A they can have back in the 80s, you know, and stuff. And they're doing pretty good. You know, they're living fine. They got enough food, I guess, in the mall, to, you know, to make it for a while. Well, they get broken into by a bunch of like bikers and stuff. And it's cheesy and stuff. So they're going in there. And of course, they break the doors open. The zombies come in. And they got one of those old boys that is like, just, man, he's hell set on checking his blood pressure. <laughs> so he's freaking down there putting the uh, the thing in there. And the zombies start coming after the guy. And he got runs away. And okay, he, he's learned his lesson, right? Nope. Sure enough. <laughs> comes back. Check that. You know, those little machines. Check that blood pressure. All of a sudden, wow, they get him that time. And I'm like, why are you worried about your blood? I mean, it's the it's like kind of like that. Yeah, that's gonna save thing. me. I, my blood pressure's high, it'll save me from the zombies. Yeah, I was like, yeah, and stuff. So, but those are some of my favorites. I like the remake of Dawn of the Dead. There's a movie that if you're not really into zombies, it's kind of a comedy. It's called Shaun of the Dead. It's I it's pretty good. It's real yeah, good. And I think Zombieland with you know Woody Harrelson. I mean, one of the favorites is when Bill Murray's in it and he dresses up like a zombie and they kill you kill Bill Murray. Well, he's a zombie. <laughs> and uh, of course it's got a uh, Emma Stone in it, so that, that helps out too. So so uh, I don't know if you want to go on, but I got five more like oh, my yeah. all-time favorite movies. Not these are more ghost stories than anything, kind of horror movies. Like I said, I'm not a slasher person. Uh the changeling, we talked about that before in our 1980. Yeah. Yeah, George C. Scott. If you yeah. want a good ghost story, 
kind of how I think ghosts are, like something traumatic happened. That's why spirits stay behind, if you believe in that sort of stuff. George C. Scott, great. Uh, Six Cent, still one of the best. I, I see dead people. Did you see that meme I put on All Things Rock, Hard Rock? It was the Haley Joe Eisman or Osman or whatever he was. Oh, God. What did and, I, and I, I, I see Deep Purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. pretty funny. Yes, I saw that. Uh, number three, not really a ghost story, zombie movie, but more sci-fi i guess but john carpenter did it uh roddy piper they live they live yes like he's i came I, here I, to chew kick ass and chew bubble gum and i'm all, all out of bubble gum I, I think my favorite part is when he's trying to get that other guy to wear those sunglasses and they're yeah fighting over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or at the end when that or when the end when that that couple's having sex and that girl's on top and she looks down like when that all this stuff goes away he goes what's wrong baby <laughs> you know it's when they can't, when they don't hide it anymore. But John Carper, they live. One of God rest, Roddy, uh, rest in peace, Roddy. Yeah. One of my favorite '80s wrestlers. Just great. Uh, number two, the others. Nicole Kidman. I'm, I love Nicole Kidman and anything she does. That movie is kind of like, kind of like the Changeling. That's what a lot happens that people don't, I guess, know that they're dead. Right. And I think that explains a lot with the EVPs that we got. That it's like, you know we uh, get stuff and it doesn't make sense, but it's almost like there's two dimensions. I mean, we don't know. We haven't seen it. And I think my all-time favorite kind of all-time favorite kind of movie like that, it's more fun. And I think a lot of my friends call me this Ghostbusters. I I still love that oh, movie. Yeah. I, 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 I know all that crap about Bill Murray's coming out. He's a real prick and I hate to hear that uh that all those people were talking about it and but i love ghostbusters i mean i love the new one when i don't know yeah. if you've seen the new one but how yeah. what they did that was awesome it was a great send-off uh but yeah ghostbusters i watch that every year uh some Just of my other stuff the other night yeah some of my other stuff my favorite dracula is christopher lee i just love those 70s but of course bella lugosi is the first bella one lugosi, dracula's yeah. great and I think the best Frankenstein movie is Bride of Frankenstein. I remember the other one. I, I, I think the the saddest part about Frankenstein is when he's that little girl, he drowns and he doesn't mean to. That is so I, sad. That, that is so sad. But Bride of Frankenstein, when poor guy, when she sees him, she freaks out and it's just like, God, the guy can't get a break. No wonder he terrorizes villages. <laughs> I think Young Frankenstein was a good one too. I've never seen that. Never seen Young Frankenstein. I've been me. I think I watched it this weekend because everybody, because man, you talk about a babe. God, Terry Gar was Terry hot. Gar was, Batman. and I remember Terry Gar and Mr. Mom, and of course yeah. I was like what ten. Yeah, thought, man, she's freaking hot, and she was in and yeah, another movie Bill Murray was in and get credit for uh, Tootsie. Wasn't yep. Terry Gar? Wasn't Terry Gar? Yeah, Tootsie? she was in yeah. it. She was in it. She was the one he kept. He like, was he was supposed to be going out with, and he was she was a another act actress kind of how travolta treated cynthia rhodes and, exactly and, exactly yeah. it kind of you got these the hot side. chicks just wanting for you but you want that bitch that doesn't want nothing to do with typical Justin guy freaking hoffman too yeah that's another guy that you know that they're doing all this judging you how how i mean i hate that that they're i mean people make mistakes people are people are you know people are you know they we're human but people can't be human no and like I saw something today that really pissed me off. Um, I thought about getting the book on Audible. Matthew Perry from Friends. Oh yeah, he he did a story. He did something like, well, why is Heath Ledger and River Phoenix dead when people like 
uh, Keanu Reeves are still alive. I'm like, you're a dick, dude. That was a dick. I mean, you could have said, y'all, why do some people live by others? Because I say that all the time. But I don't, you know, why is that guy alive? What has Keanu know? Reeves ever done? No, to make nothing. It? Yeah, that's what that I don't just, get. That just shows you what kind of a dick that guy is. It, he, he, I love Friends. I'm, oh, I do too. I love the show. I love he was my favorite. He was one of, he yeah. was my favorite ones. He was funny. He was so freaking funny. But he needs to take a look in the mirror and get his stuff straight before he starts talking about anybody else. I mean, have you ever heard anybody talk shit about Keanu Reeves? No. no. I mean, granted, the guy's not Orson Welles as an actor or Robert De Niro, but, but he's good at what he does. He's great at what he does. Let me tell you this. A guy that can play uh, Bill S. Preston in, in Bill and Ted and then come back like a year or two later and play the role he played in Speed – or Dracula. He was pretty good at Dracula. Point Break. Too. You ever see Dracula with Winona Ryder and Gary Oldman? He was good in that, too. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's not that bad an actor where he can go from totally clueless. Parenthood. He played a clueless guy yeah. in Parenthood. And then to go play in this big-time FBI agent in Point Break or and he, Speed. And he's, and he's not stupid. You know why? Because he didn't do Speed 2. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He said, I, I'm with And I love, the, I love the John Wick movies. I mean, it's as just. As much as, uh, look, look at the Matrix. I mean. I never understood that movie. I saw the I, first one and I was so what? But it was, they were this. big hits and I didn't, I oh, didn't get I, them either. I know they were big hits, but I was like so confused. Just yeah. the first, I never saw the other ones because I was so but confused. But look how diverse his, oh, yeah. his acting is. I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and it's like, why him? You know, why? You know, I don't know why he must. He must have took a. There's a lot paper. worse people he could say that about than Keanu Reeves. Evidently, maybe he figured, maybe he figured Keanu he, wouldn't say nothing. That's probably why no, he won't. Evidently, Keanu took a woman away from him back in the day, and he's still. Is that what happened? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Oh, I thought you said okay. That that would be a good explanation. Yeah, that would be. I would be. I would say shit about him too. <laughs> It's not his fault. Maybe he took Julia Roberts away. Oh, there's a there's a story talking about that about celebrity beefs. There's a story in Richard Marx's book where around the he had his run already, so it's in like it's kind of like the mid nineties when Shania took off and there was that remember that real big pushback against, you know, that kind of music doesn't really fit, yeah. you know. And he was on a panel with uh Brad Paisley. And Brad Paisley had just come out. And Brad Paisley said something along the lines of like, well, country's for real and pop it has no soul. He said that right in front of Richard Marx. And of course, you know, Richard Marx being a pop singer, he's wrote country and pop. Yeah. Took exception to it. So he was like, well, it's kind of interesting that somebody, you know, comes out you know, their first album and he knows everything already and stuff. Pretty much a big F you. And of course the media played it up and, and they had to rush to Brad Paisley. Hey, did you hear what Richard Marx said? Oh, I like Richard Marx. I was the one that bought his last album. Like, ah, uh, that. And he goes, I know that I wasn't selling well and stuff, but that guy's a dick. He said that Richard Marx don't hold back. I mean, you think he's all Mr. Mullet, nice guy? Mr. Guy's got a. I mean, he, he's with Daisy <laughs> Quintes, so hey, he's doing something right. If you ever follow him on like Instagram or anything like that. Yeah, he doesn't hold back. Yeah, he's uh I kind of looked at Brad Paisley a little bit different now because I always thought he was kind of genuine, but 
I don't know. I just think that's Brad Paisley. I'll say this: I'm a big Brad Paisley fan. Oh, I like you know, him he, too. But his his song. I think that was a. I think that was a wrong him to say. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Has no soul. Probably, yeah, I, that was wrong for him to say that. But his his songs are like tell stories. And oh, I know he he does a really good job. With me and my daughter were just talking about it today. So uh, yeah, it's funny that came up. And it's funny how he did those those great jams with Keith Urban and Richard Marks wrote a lot of hits for Keith Urban. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just, you know who I else? Just, you know who else wrote a big hit with Keith Urban? Two of the girls Daughtry? from the Go Go's. No, two of the girls from the Go Go's wrote one of his biggest hits. Which one? What was the Somebody name like that? you? Uh, with Some Nikki road. Taylor. What was the name? It was Road. Oh, Dirt Road or Black with a with a black top ends. Think that was it. it that was it like won. his first sing, That was his first single. Yeah, because it won some. It won an award with yeah. the black top ends. Let me see. Charlotte Kathy and uh, Jane Weedland wrote that. Oh, Jane's song. the real cute brunette, right? The kind of yeah. She's kinda, gonna get married too. For the uh, oh, so that that's not it. That's not the one. Hold on. One. I just remember when I liked Keith Urban. I, I kind of knew him when that song came out, but when he did that, somebody like you, and he was hanging out with Nikki Taylor, I go, that guy is not only pretty, he gets to hang out with Nikki Taylor. Nikki Taylor was, Life just ain't fair. Oh boy. Nikki Taylor was something else, dude. Is she the one that died or her sister? Her sister did. Yeah. She's, she's at, she was actually in a uh, commercial. Uh, the sister, right? No, Nikki was in a commercial not too long ago. Mm -hmm. I hadn't she seen her in a while. She looked, she looked really good. Let's see. I'm looking up here to see what the name was. But for the grace of God. No, I'm not familiar with that one. I probably heard it. But yeah, number one hit. I play a lot of I play a lot of uh, Keith Urban at weddings. I mean, he's yeah. very popular. He, Keith Urban's great. Uh, the guitar work. I mean, it's. I there's he's got a song called Texas Time. I love that song. It's yeah. it's country pop, and I like that. And I. I mean, they they give Nashville that crap. Remember how Charlie Rich gave John Denver all that crap? You know, it's like, come on, dude. The genre is big enough. I granted, I don't listen to it nowadays, and you know, I don't listen to it nowadays. But um, I'm not a big country music fan now. But it's a little it's, too. It's that, well, I'll tell you this: I'm I'm seeing, you know, and this is something I'm gonna I'm gonna probably we're gonna probably start doing is bringing uh, bringing Mallory on, like for a little segment each week for new music we should be listening to that's and fine she's that compiling some stuff and she was showing me a guy tonight and he's not bad i mean it's he he's not he's not that that country that you're talking about these days he is there's there's a there's a select few and they're young up-and-coming guys that are that are trying to bring country music back to like it was you're seeing a lot of these it, it's it's sort of fading that that pop country it's more pop than country it's starting to fade away hopefully uh and there's some out there that i can listen to but this i don't call it country but uh yeah this guy and maybe mallory will come on and talk about him next week um but let's ask this question worst halloween candy anything with uh coconut in it 
Oh, I agree with you. You know what else I didn't like? You remember those little, they were little like wax. They looked like little bottles and they had juice on the inside of them. Oh, yeah. And those are oh, You're like Coke bottles, mouth, right? Huh? Coke bottles. Yes. My mouth hurts just thinking about that. And Why people don't like to do that. How do you feel about candy corn? I like it. I like candy corn. I love too. candy people, corn. My mom. People hate that, but I do. I like it. During this time of year, my mom keeps a big, big can of uh, a big glass jar of candy corn at her house. Every time I you go know, there, I get a handful. Do, do you ever? I like licorice. I don't know if you like licorice, like uh, Twizzlers. And I, stuff. It's okay, but I'm not yeah. big on licorice. I like, but um, I think my favorite are like, what are those peanut butter? I think they're more around Christmas time. Well, I guess they are like the Reese's cups, the little ones. Yeah, I like those, and I like Reese's pieces. I love peanut M and M's. I mean. M&M's in general, but, you know. Yeah, I like the, uh, gosh, what was it saying? Did you ever get an apple as a prize? Yes, yes. And they had yeah, to look for razor blades in them and stuff. And... <laughs> you know, there was one year, there was, it was, I think it was, it was in North Carolina, but they were telling you, you know, people are going to put razor blades in, in the stuff this year, so. We and you hear all these horror stories. Everything. Right? We had to check everything. And I was like, I just want to eat candy. And then it, my mom was like checking everything. We got to check everything. Don't you bite into that before. Don't you eat none of that candy before I check and it. And you realize they probably, if there was something, they wouldn't have found it. Because no. it was probably coated over the candy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Didn't, they, didn't they used to go take them to get them x-rayed or something? They came out, well, that doesn't help. I mean, it's kind of like. Yeah, and it, and it never. It was just a more panic that supposedly was never happened. You know what I mean? That it was just we blew it all. I mean, it's like anything. A rumor gets started, people believe it. They they believe more of that than they do the truth. But it wasn't a thing. I mean, it happened here and there. But I mean, you can't yeah. be too careful. But I remember my dad going through mine and shit. He wasn't checking. He's eating it. He was eating. It, yeah. yeah. Look, it's just like you remember. You remember back in the day when the Tylenol, the cyanide and the Tylenol? Oh, that was something, yeah. But, yes. Yeah. I was scared. I was like, every time I, I was sick or something, oh, not, you want some Tylenol? I was like, no, I ain't taking no Tylenol. I'll suffer through it. And what's funny about that is that happened and they changed them to the gel caps. But there yeah. was a time, Stevie, we remember it. There were no childproof lids on anything no. when we were growing up. Oh, you could get into anything. Yeah. And I, I saw something some guy was saying. Yeah, I didn't worry about Halloween candy. Inflation's so bad, and drug uh, drug addicts ain't gonna share their they put their drugs in your candy. <laughs> That's true, but you know there's always some sicko out there that would uh, that would say, "Watch this, watch what I'm gonna do." Yeah, here. but it's it's like the satanic panic. It's just that whole yeah. one person tells something like that. Who's that girl that came out? She's some Southern Baptist that it, who was it that was on there that she was the hocus pocus to that. You know, you watch that, you're gonna get possessed by the devil. I go, oh, what is yeah. this 1984 Tipper Gore? Jeez. That's the one we need to do. We need to do the satanic panic. That'll be a fun episode. Oh, yeah, we need to definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, but all right. Anything else you got about Halloween? No, I, I like it because I like to watch TV and there's all these like travel channel and discovery. They have all these like ghost story stuff. And watching this stuff for so long, I've seen pretty much all of them. Yeah. And it's it, it, but it, I mean, I don't know if ghosts are real. You know, granted, I was an investigator for like 10 years. I've seen some strange shit. I, I, I'm more of a skeptic now than anything on everything. <laughs> but there's something about when you get voices on there, you can't explain that. It's called, it's called the that's, unexplained. That's what, what kills me right there. And, you know, 
like I, I was telling when we did the episode with the brothers, uh, my the lady I work with was talking about they were hearing piano music in their house, and there's not a piano in there. Yeah, and pe- hearing people walk up and down the well, stairs. I told you that too. That when we did that house in Victoria, that we were doing that EVP, and this house had no electricity. We heard a piano. It happens. Yeah. So I mean, something one like of, that. One of the one of the creepiest stories somebody's told me. We'll leave with this. Um, I did the, of course, everybody, when I was doing the ghost hunting thing, everybody had their story for me and I didn't discount nothing. Cause I've heard crap too. Right. I've been in my work building alone by myself and the time clock's right outside the bathroom. And there's always, you can always hear people outside when you're doing your business, 11 o'clock at night, nobody's in the building and you still hear that. You still hear and stuff. Oh yeah. But what my friend told me that, and I believe this too, is that, uh, his cousin, his mom was in hospice. She was about to pass away. And she kept talking and he was like, what's going on and stuff. So he put a baby monitor in her room and this wasn't on a TV show. This is true story. So he put the baby monitor in there and he could hear her talk, but he started hearing other verses too. That's what freaked him the hell out. See, it's that kind of story, but Stevie, it's around you, man. I mean, it's, yeah, you don't ever know. And it's funny. It's funny with me. I, I, it's funny with me. I was doing it for so long. We'd do something that nah, it's just a ghost, you know, no big deal. But when a few years ago, we kind of called it quits that we kind of did, we were, we were working before COVID or on our, you know, maybe supposedly TV show. So we started investigating again. We got the old crew back together. I had done this in like three or four years. Shit started giving me the willies again. Cause I'd been away from it so long. I'd been, you know, and, and I, and it was like, Oh crap. Cause we did this old church, this old, this old uh, hotel that had all this stuff in it. It was like haunted like hell and stuff would start giving me the willies. I guess when you're away from how long I said, you're just rusty. Right. But it was kind of a thrill again, but I, I mean, I don't watch the ghost hunters and cause they're all pretty much the same. They all do the same stuff, but I like a good documentary and there's supposedly a good one. I didn't mention. That's about the animal horror. It's one of the sons that claims it wasn't a hoax because a lot of people say it was a hoax, but he swears by it. And there, he's got pictures of it. I mean, it, it's it, I don't know if it's like a Blair Witch where they were doing it up, but yeah. I watched it. I, I honestly couldn't finish it because I don't like shit with demons and stuff, man, <laughs> no, regardless of what I'm wearing, you know. Yeah. But uh, I don't like, you know, I got enough bad luck on my own. I don't need to conjure anymore. <laughs> Same here, buddy. Same here. But that's it. Halloween. It's funny. It's uh now you can actually look at the Thanksgiving decorations, even though they've been up before the Halloween crap. <laughs> exactly. And uh, Tuesday, the candy will be on sale, so you can go out and buy some yep. candy. Everybody load up on your candy. And you don't have to go and, check that because it's sold at the store, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'll say this. Halloween Ends came out, what, streamed a couple weeks ago. You can stream it on Peacock. I haven't heard it's very good. Everything. My daughter watched it, and it sounded like she was having a uh, – having a freaking wrestling match in there when at the end because she was like oh my god like that but i saw the ending i'm not going to give it away for people out there as far as the movie goes from what i've hear it's not very good there's not a lot of mike michael myers in there so you know everybody says it's like maybe 10 15 minutes maybe maybe of michael myers in the movie so i'll trust them on that it's not something i'd want to watch it's funny it, there there's so many sequels to it i think i've seen the original like years ago 
Yeah, we watched, We actually saw it. The original. My daughter watched the original the other night. But it's like, you know, I, we we belong to Tom's group. You know the the was it called the Chamber of Thrills or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, and a lot of stuff I post are just jokes because I'm not. I mean, th- Tom's a real serious. Oh know, yes, him and Joe definitely. were like they they're real connoisseurs of that stuff. And I remember seeing the uh, the stuff, and they post somebody posted something. I remember this came out 20 years ago. The LL Cool J was in one of those movies. Like, oh, I remember that. He was. She was in, he he in was the Halloween. Like, yeah, well, I, I went to see, or something. Yes, I went Jimmy to see Curtis that in theater because uh, what was the kid's name? The big tall, big tall, uh, dark headed kid. He played in uh, Pearl Harbor with Ben Affleck. They were like best friends. Oh, uh, the one looks like a young Josh Hartnett. Yeah, Josh Hartnett. He looked like a long, young Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, he was in it, and then the girl from Dawson's Creek, that one that married Heath Ledger, was in it. Well, that's somebody that disappeared, Josh. Yeah, yeah, he really disappeared. That was a great movie, man. I liked Pearl Harbor. Of course, yeah, Kate Beckinsale's like in it. She's yeah. so thin, you don't recognize her. Like you don't think she's the same chick that was in Van Helsing. Like she looks yeah, nothing like true. she does in Van Helsing. But yeah. oh, but she's in a she's in a ghost movie. That came on TV, I think a British BBC. I don't know what it's called, but she is naked in that movie a whole lot. Well, so I just leave it at that. If you want to do your research, yes, Kate Beckinsale. That's going to do it for that's going to do it's, it for it's some time, TV right? show. Kate Beckinsale. Hey, did you hear about? You heard about? You seen the joke about uh, Kanye? I don't know what his name is. He got dropped by Adidas. Yes, I did. did you see who his replacement was? Pete Davidson. Boy, that's cold. That would be that would be so wrong. That but he went from a billionaire, wrong. he was worth two billion dollars to below that. God, I thought I was bad at gambling. Jeez. That's what you do when you run your mouth. Yeah, that's a that's a sensitive subject. And exactly I see people defending him and I don't get that. And that's I don't as get far it as either. I'll say that, there. That, there's no see, that's something we can we we look at things differently, but that's something we both can agree with. There's no defense for that. Yeah. I don't care. I'm sorry. You know, no. you're not going to convince me of that. So. Yeah. Um, sadly, there's a lot of people that believe like him, and that that's what's scary. Well, Kanye, Kanye needs some help. I believe. Yeah, there's something wrong with him. There's, because there's been, and there's been something wrong with him for the last two or three years at least. I think it's slowly got worse over over time. But I remember, uh, I remember a few years ago. I remember. Uh, one of my friends is a big Republican. And I remember Obama when he was talking about when he went up there to Taylor Swift and uh, interrupted her speech and they asked Obama about it. And he goes, nah, Kanye's a jackass. And I told my buddy, you got to agree with him on that. Come on. <laughs> that probably got him some votes. And he yeah, went did. Yeah. But I mean, it, he needs some help, man. I mean, it, there's something. I mean, I, I think with him, there's people using him. And I think that I mean he honestly called out Nike he or Adidas he thre- he he challenged them to do that so words have ma- words have meanings I'm glad some people yeah you know it, it words it actually have consequences that doesn't happen always but it's good you know hopefully he'll learn from this and he probably uh, won't I know I try to look at good in both people Steve even you most people <laughs> anyway, even that. you yeah appreciate that because I'm pretty bad pretty terrible oh yeah you're as horrible. You're like, um, Lemmy. You're like Lemmy. I'm so bad, baby. I don't care. 
So that's going to do this week on the final on the final score. I'm starting to think about tomorrow night. I got our final episode ever. Score I'm sorry, yeah. I brought up Kanye. We're going to at least make it to a hundred. I hope. How many uh, episode are we on so far? Ooh, we are on seventy. Let's see. I can't remember. 78. This is wow. 70. Well, this will be 79. So how many were it when I joined? We were on 50 something. So we've done about 20 some. Yeah, we've yeah. done about 20. Wow. So seems longer hanging out with you. I know. It's, it's aged you a whole lot too. Right. Had a full head of hair when I joined. Yeah. Yeah. All that hair's gone. I had a full head of hair and I was tan. No, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that's going to do it. Where can they find us, Stevie? I'm getting ready to get there, Gordon. Hold on. Just hold your horses. I got got several in the background. Anyway, you can find us on our YouTube channel. Just look up on the fly. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. You can find us on our Facebook groups, That 80s Page, All Things Rock, Hard Rock and Metal. And of course, on on the fly. I'm not gonna mess that up again. Uh, I do, so I mean, I wouldn't blame yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> but and I'm the one that named it. So what do I know? Exactly. Because there's and, another group uh, on there called All Things Rock, Hard Rock, and Heavy Metal. So I just took the heavy off. So metal, metal, you know, you know. yeah, the heavy part. Yeah, that makes a difference. And they have a um, lot more people than we do. So, and you can also find us in a podcast form on. Apple, Spotify, Pandora. Uh, actually, we just been checking out this uh, goodpods.com. If you go on Good Pods and check it out, anywhere you go, it doesn't matter where you go, just do one thing for us is leave us a review. Leave us a five-star review. Subscribe Please. to YouTube. Uh, that would mean so much to us. Uh, it would help us out a lot. You don't have It's not anything you've got to pay money to do. Although we will take donations, but I was telling Stevie earlier that, you know, before we met, I listen to podcasts all, all the time. And I was real bad about not writing reviews. There we are. (laughs) I was real, I was real bad about not writing reviews. And then I wrote one. I think the first one was shout out loudcast. I wrote. And I mean, it does, believe it or not, guys, it does help. It It does help us. Yeah. We, if you take time to listen to it, I mean, just, and if you enjoy it, like some of you say you do leave us a, leave us a review. Um, Actually, we're doing pretty, pretty. We've increased over the last uh, month. We've done a lot. We're doing a lot better. So uh, hopefully, we'll keep on doing better. And tell your friends, you know, tell your enemies. We don't care. Yeah, and if it's if it's just like one of those sideshow freak acts, you want to look at our ugly mugs. I don't care. Just as long yeah. as you li- listen and uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. If there's a show idea you got, you can email me, uh, the final score entertainment at gmail.com or just send me a message on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, we're always open for new ideas. Next week, Album Wars. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be. Stevie, you're going to be under the gun, album. man. You're going to be under the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Tears might be falling. Tears are going to be falling, that's for sure. Yeah. Because uh, I'm going to end up being king of the mountain. They're just secretly cruel. <laughs> it's not going to be thrills in the night for you, bud. That's for sure. Yeah, Heaven's but, on but, fire. But I tell you what, man. We'll do it all while the city sleeps. <laughs> all right, guys. That's going to do it for tonight. You guys Any way you slice it. 
Take a listen next week. We'll be back. Hey, I could say burn, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that one. Anyway, you guys have a great night and have a Murder happy Halloween. And high heels. Murder. <laughs> See ya.